RPG lessons learned. When the game is over, when your players are gone, that's when lessons are learned. We are at RPG LL Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, RPGLLPodcast at gmail.com, and check us out online at RPGLessonsLearned.com. Hey, Brian. Hey, Dusty. How's it going? Can't complain. Mike, how are you? Good. How are you, Dusty? I'm good. All right, guys. Ooh, let's talk about the first game in our Savage Worlds East Texas University campaign. So, <laughs> I right, had look, fun. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me introduce this a bit. So, three things for, for those listening to, to understand. One, we have no show notes. We're flying blind. Actually, four things. So, one, no show notes for flying blind. Two, but don't worry. Brian won't say he forgot stuff because this was, this was just last week. Yeah, I um, forgot stuff. Oh, just Danny, Danny Mike. <laughs> so, two, uh, we won't say we forgot anything because it just happened. Uh, three, so for, for, the, for three and four, look, we had two things working against us. Um, third thing to understand, that the, the first thing we had working against us was we were on Skype for the first time. We decided to try to game online because we wanted to wrap our minds well, around that Well, not the, the first time. We've done Skype before. Okay, fair. And we've done Roll20. But before we did Skype, Brian... It was one person on Skype and everyone else in the room. That's we, we, true. We've done that a lot. Yeah, Chris was on Skype. And Don. I was about to say, Don, we were all remote for. No, sir. Didn't, yeah, we were. Didn't we do a session with Don? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I was remote. We did two sessions with Don. Brian we? and I were together in, in, in a meeting room. I must have been remote that was then. That was one game, but then we had a game that we recorded on a Saturday. The actual uh, the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon show game. Yeah, and for that, Mike, I thought you came over to the house. I was remote for that, I'm pretty sure. Damn, I, I we're, was, we're doing the not remembering stuff, uh, even though we're... Oh. To, to be fair, that was like a couple of years yeah, yeah, ago fair now. That was, right. that was last year. But all of us... I was in this house. All of us being on Skype, trying to run a session. Yeah. I, it felt new to me. As a challenge. Challenge. So that's one thing we had working against us. And the other thing we had working against us was, you know, we just haven't figured out Savage World yet. Right. Okay. Having put those things out there, those limiting factors. All right, guys, lay it on me. Tell you what, rate the session numerically. I think that works well. Who wants to start? What's the scale? One to ten? One to ten. Four. Three. Three. Three? Yeah. I would go five. You don't, don't be nice. No, I, I had a fun time. I enjoyed myself. Okay. Um, I, I was frustrated. Not with. I, I was frustrated with Skype. No, I want you to be honest. So I was frustrated with Skype. Yeah, I was very frustrated with Skype. I did not enjoy that. I, I'm giving it a five, saying that I had a fun time because I was absolutely indulging in my one-trick pony character. So You were. That's true. Yeah. Fair. No. I, I kept not being able to hear other people. Yes. And um, I I mean, I, I am an avid Skype user. I hate Skype, but I am on it <laughs> for podcast stuff all the time. So, so I'm, I'm, you hate it, but you're always on it. Is that because Skype is the best platform for audio on the internet? It's debatable. I mean, there are other services that people, I mean, like there's Discord and people use that. And there are various paid services like uh, GoToMeeting and stuff. But for what I do, Skype is still probably the best. So now comparing what we did, comparing to how you normally use Skype for your podcasts, is it fair to say that pretty much everyone in your podcast scenario has either a standalone headset mic where it's got some audio filtering and it's everybody not up background everybody noise. everybody has a good mic yeah so i think i think one of the biggest challenges we ran into skype was people weren't running the best hardware for skype and people or headsets by people you mean no it wasn't just you it w- but it was me i was a big part of the problem 
Well, you, you you took the feedback kindly, and, and you, you you remedied it to the best of your ability by pulling the I'm, laptop so up to your sure face. Na- and and sure I, o- I ordered a headset. a headset afterwards. Yeah, Nathan wasn't wearing a headset. Well, we we didn't have much of a problem hearing him. Uh, only when other we couldn't hear because of other things. Yeah, I mean, Chris is at home. Chris has a young daughter. I mean, that was a challenge. I mean, it's when he's well, my daughter came in and worked through the game too. So we usually, usually for those of you listening, usually we don't play at any of our homes. We usually play away from home. Um. And it's it's a wonderful luxury that we have to not play at home because I've got a daughter that's going to be all up in whatever we're doing. Um, but we just we all have we all have wives and distract not to say wives are distractions, but let's be real. I've got a noisy bird. Let's be real. I have a noisy dog. A spouse of any gender, a spouse of any gender who wants you to do some dishes and, and help out around the house and help take care of the kid for five minutes so that she can, you know, just have a minute to go do whatever. Yeah. Um, it's a challenge. Challenge to to stay. We talked about before about the bubble. Yes, you got to get the bubble around your game yep. and anything in your house, pets, kids, spouses, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever. Anything in your house that that could break that bubble and break that spell is going to slow down your game. That's a very good point. So we had a lot of that because we had Nathan's wife. We had my daughter. Nathan's we wife was daughter. having her 30th birthday party <laughs> during this game. I have to point that out. And he was there. Yeah. That's dedication to the game. That Na- he, he's upstairs on Skype with us while she's downstairs with guests having her 30th birthday party. Nathan's wife is a wonderful, wonderful person. And we thank her for the sacrifice yeah, of allowing Nathan to be at the game. Very understanding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that until you guys told me that like the next day. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Brian, you waited the session uh, three. Yeah, it was it was entirely because of Skype. I was it entirely because of Skype? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I I didn't really see that many hiccups with the system, other than the fact that I I don't know it. I didn't have my paperwork yet, but, uh, so I I have it now, like the cheat sheet and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't have that on hand, but that's no different than normal for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh, I'm never prepared. Uh no, it, I did not enjoy playing it over Skype, and I think now that we know how bad it can be, I think we'll be better prepared coming for Thursday. Yeah, for I think Skype's game. been a big blind spot for this podcast because I think a lot of gaming, you could argue, the majority of gaming must happen online because Roll Twenty's huge, yeah. Fantasy Grounds is huge, yeah. you know, just Skype and Google Hangouts are huge. Now doesn't and, doesn't Roll Twenty have its own? Encased voice chat system? Or? I don't think so. Uh, I think we had, I think we were planning on using Skype over top of it. Okay, I couldn't remember how that exactly worked. Yeah, out. we've used Roll Twenty. We've only used it for the tabletop functions. Yeah. So, anyway, um, it's been a it's been a blind spot for us, and and we're gonna stick to it because I mean, immediately after this game was so bad, we were talking over each other, and it was hard to hear because background noise was going on. Um, it's really frustrating. So. Because it's been a blind spot for us, let, let me say this, and I'll probably make some people mad, but, you know, apologies. If your primary way of gaming is online, oh, I have such empathy and sympathy for you now. Don't get me wrong, you're gaming, and hopefully you figured it out. And if you figured it out, tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us how to fix it. Please. Um, what we've done is is I went out and got a headset, um, and then Brian is going to loan me this really nice microphone right in front of me. That I am going get to yours. I'm, I'm giving it to okay. you. Okay. Well, this, this, not the mic that I'm on, on right now, but another mic that's not hooked up that's in front of me. I'll take it home and, and hook it up to my PC, so I'll have a decent mic. But uh, 
we're going to try to process improve this thing. Like we even talked a little bit after the game about the those halcyon days of World of Warcraft when you had to do push to talk, like when you used vent and you 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 could set ventrilo to push to talk, and how great it was for not picking up background noise and and people taking turns. I wish but Skype did that. Yeah. The problem with vent is that every World of Warcraft raid back in like two thousand seven. Um, every World of Warcraft raid sounded like you're listening to a police scanner. Yeah, it's really poor audio. The, the quality's gotten a lot better, though. Well, I so. meant because of the push to talk. Well, yeah, because of that. Yeah. Like someone would cut in and say something and then cut out. Like it was very much like a police scanner. So there's 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 got to be a collaborative voice system out there where basically your admin of that call, so the DM, people raise their hands for their turn to speak. I don't want to manage call, that. Yeah. And then the DM opens the channel for them to speak. I don't want to manage that. No. I'm already managing the game. Yeah. I'm already managing the monsters and the story. We don't need a code DM. That's a good point. Yeah, and I, I don't want to... If we have a code DM, then I've got to raise my hand to speak. <laughs> Want the DM that. roll? Mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Skype was a challenge. We're, we're going to try to figure it out. So we have some improved hardware that we're going to roll out next time, and, and, and we've got to figure out how to take turns. Brian, on RFC, your main podcast, it's all Skype, right? Mm-hmm. How do you guys take turns? Nobody is going through Skype over a cell phone. Oh, so you've got high. There's no lag. I'm pretty sure Chris did over cell phone. And the experience with Skype on a mobile device for any thing that you want to listen to. I mean, I've. I mean, you can use it for a phone call. I have had people. I have had people on the show uh, through Skype on their cell phone. Like we are doing our uh, annual Toy Fair live stream um, in a couple of weeks, and I have people on site in New York for Toy Fair New York, and. They will call in via Skype, but also we make sure that it's a controlled environment and they're not on speaker and so on and so forth. Um, so they're in, they're like in a hotel room, locked away, no one else in the room. Soundproof yeah. booth. Yeah. Or, okay. yeah, or like in a media box or something. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Interesting. So, so it sounds like the key to Skype is just making sure everyone is understanding that that call quality of, of controlling not only your own environment, but controlling the, the parameters of your hardware. And we control the podcast so that people can go back and listen to it and have an enjoyable experience. It's different when you're just trying to control it so that you can have a jo- enjoyable experience while you're playing the game. So yeah. how, how do you guys handle the talking over one another? Though, that's right? a challenge. That's the biggest challenge in doing Skype. But for some people, that's a challenge in person. True. I mean, we, we, we normally don't have that problem at the table. So maybe maybe that is just a Skype learning curve. And, and maybe some of that is exasperated by, by some system lag. The, yeah, the, the delay kills me. So, I, I mean, at work right now. Uh, I'm, I'm, Nathan is like... 700 feet from me <laughs> yeah. over Skype. No, but I mean, just the natural delay. So, so right now at work, I, I own a relationship with, uh, I don't want to say the name of the company with, with another company and I'm spending a lot of time on the phone with them. And there's, I can tell there's like a half second delay. So I'll start talking and then someone else start talking and I can tell that on their side, they started talking and then I started talking. So that delay just creates these, these points where I'll start talking and all of a sudden I've got to like, whoa, whoa. And then it's like, okay, who talks? No, you go. No, you go. And, and it makes it gums up the phone line. So that that half second delay can really throw off your normal in person social cues. With, with the podcast, though, you got to keep in mind. I've been talking to these most of these people for ten years and doing this, so we've developed a rhythm when it comes to the way that we speak. Mike, are you are you are you a little hurt that when Brian says 
the podcast he's referring to rfc it's not this podcast no 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 no, no. <laughs> <laughs> if that the article that i used is in reference to the podcast that we were discussing True. Not, not this podcast you, have you been seeing other podcasts behind our back brian that's his main podcast <laughs> not, not, we, 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 are the, we are we are the we, side we, chick we oh. you're one of them <laughs> <laughs> we we did some things while we were while we were gaming i think chris went on mute and he would selectively unmute to talk and yeah. that really helped. It yeah. helped a lot. Yeah. My improved hardware will really help. Yeah. I so agree. so we'll see how the next game goes. So we will keep reporting back on us old fogies trying to figure out how to use this new fangled way that kids are playing these days <laughs> online. <laughs> I, I have high hopes. I, I think it'll get better. It, it certainly couldn't get worse. I'm gonna lock the door in the of the room I'm in. I love <laughs> I love my daughter. I love my daughter more than you guys, I love my daughter more than life itself. Um I think for two hours every two weeks, she can be locked out of the room. Just lock yourself in the bathroom. I was going to bug you in there. <laughs> All the echo. So anyway, <laughs> let's talk about the system. Yep. Who wants to start that conversation? I understand Savage Worlds a little bit better now. I understand it a little bit worse. No, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think I had the mastery of it that I had hoped that I had playing the game, but but we didn't get into the binnies at all. Yep. No. Still don't yeah. know how those work. Yeah, well, it, it's easy. So I had read a couple of cheat sheets and I had read the rule book. You know, I'd read it. I didn't read every word because, you know, a lot of the words are about powers that I don't have to worry about as the GM. But I, I and I thought, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty ready for this. I can wing it. <sighs> no, I couldn't. How, how many hit points do enemies have, Dusty? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah wounds totally tripped us up yeah i did not expect that I'll, I'll tell the story of myself so if you know savage worlds prepare to laugh at me and or be frustrated by me so we we get to a combat finally after a lot of investigation and a lot of notice checks and ooh, i want to talk about that yeah i tweeted earlier this week i'm really frustrated by notice and perception checks it's just it really turns me off i'll get into that in a minute but uh we finally got to a combat and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, they, they hit, uh, okay, the, they hit above your, your, your toughness. It's four above your tough. Okay. You're, 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 what's the word? Not stunned. No. Was it shaken? Not shaken. Shaken. shaken? You're shaken. Not stirred. Not stirred. Yeah. You're shaken. Okay. And then boom, you get hit again. And then, you know, four races over or whatever. Okay. So you take, you take this many D6 damage or this many, this many wounds. Every, every four over is a wound, right? So, uh, Okay, Mike, you get you get two wounds, and Mike's like, "Uh, how many wounds do I have?" And I was like, "Oh no, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> so I start flipping, through, I start flipping through the book like mad, and I'm like, "All right, I know there are archetype characters in the front of the book. Let me go look at them and see how many wounds they have." And I look, none of them have wounds listed. I'm like, "Damn it!" Yeah. I go to the index, and I'm like, "All right, wounds have got to be in the index." Nope, wounds are not in the freaking index. And they weren't. On the uh, the character sheet that came out of the character creator, the nah, wild card character. No, creator. it wasn't the character sheet. Yeah. So, and there's a very good reason for that. I'll get into it in a minute. But in under the stress of play, it didn't occur to me. So I looked at the character sheet, and there were all these stars and bubbles at the bottom, and I just counted them up, and I was like, uh, I think this thing down here must be your your wound tracker, and it looks like you have thirty. <laughs> nope, <laughs> you actually have three. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, three is the three is the real number. So, so when, when we put like four wounds on that guy, then then yeah, we were I, I basically did, beating him during death. the game. I even read the uh, the combat chapter, and I, and I read about damage and how damage works. And even that didn't tell you how many wounds. Wow. I can't remember where I finally found wounds, but I finally found. Okay, look, wild cards have three wounds. Um, extras, 
you know, the, the, those walk on, walk off characters or, or the, the minions that as we'd refer to them in 4e, um, minions have one wound and they're, they're unconscious or dying. So you guys have three wounds. Okay. Um, bad guys that I use have three wounds. They're the main bad guys, the wild card bad guys. So it's, it's everyone has three wounds. That's why it wasn't listed. Will we ever get more than three wounds? No. Oh. No. Yeah. So one thing I found interesting in the game is because this East Texas University game is based in something resembling the real world, just happens to be 33 years out of date. I think in terms of real, real world repercussions where I don't necessarily think of it in like, yeah, but it's so we we've agreed though it's eighties movie real yeah. world repercussions. So yeah. you can punch the jerk and not get sued. Well, there you go. So uh, we were sort of trying to figure out a way around like a physical confrontation with the enemy from the game, the obvious antagonist. And I'm like, I just want to punch him. And so the way I thought, the way I got around, the way I suggested that we get around like any kind of repercussions was to just put like. Bags, bags over our head, head. <laughs> and then yes. we could just yes. say hey it wasn't us yeah yeah and we went with that plan and it worked and it worked beautifully what are the cops gonna do csi csi hadn't been on the air in 1985 yeah. <laughs> they don't even know what fingerprints are <laughs> but 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 let's be honest before we finally got to a point where we all came to a consensus that that was our plan right how, how much investigation did we do dusty God, so much. I, I, I at least for you like, guys went and tracked down his ex-wife. <laughs> I was like, "What? Okay, yeah." yeah. I, I was going along with it because cool. Yeah, but at at some point, you guys went to his place, his former place of work, and I was like, I, I straight up just hand waved it. I didn't even role play it. I was like, "Yeah, you talked to his boss. He doesn't have anything for you." I, I'm glad you hand waved it. I was I was also to the point of like, why Why do we keep going in circles? We know but, this is the obvious but, bad guy. But there was a sort of a mystery around it. It's like, how was this guy who, by all by all evidence, is like a putz who or he's uh or he's or he's. We should pause and say we were playing the one sheet from ETU called Jack's Back. Yeah, and you can find that. On, I, th- I think it's the Pinnacle website. It, it's 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 ETU put out these one sheets, and that's one of them. So we're pl- so Jack, this putts. Sorry, Brian, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Um, so this guy who's clearly not very bright, how is he now this, you know, brilliant chemical engineer? And we wanted to get to the bottom of it, and I guess we did. No, we we did. We 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 figured out that the little thing around his neck was was uh, spoilers. Yeah, don't spoilers. But we 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 literally figured out what was the source of his power and what his power was doing to those around him. And then even after we figured that out, I think we were still looking for like a way to negate that power instead of just putting bags on our heads and beating him with a baseball bat. Yeah. So. Again, obviously, we mentioned at the beginning no show notes, so we are this is less structured than normal. But Mike, you have to do your one note. Oh joke. God, yes. Uh, can you can you do it? Do you remember it? I I feel like I need a setup. So all right, um, I'll be an NPC. You ready? Okay. Who are you? Hi, Tad Buffson. My dad owns the Lexus dealership out on Federal Highway. You've probably heard of us. It's a pretty big deal. You've probably seen our ad on TV. And Mike said that. No less than seven, eight times. Every time I introduced myself, either to one of you guys or an NPC, that was my that was my introduction every time opening to an NPC. But I, I loved pl- you playing that 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 what we used to call prep. Yeah. Um. You you I loved you role playing that kind of prep 
sweater vest and collared shirt back before collared shirts were popular. Yep. Um, guy, 1985 guy. Um, you role you role played that brilliantly. Thank so, you. Thank you. I, you. I didn't get tired of the one nut joke. Every time you did it, I laughed. Oh, you guys are going to get so tired of it. You're going to get I don't know. so tired Eight sessions? Of it. I don't know if we will. I need to come up with a one-note joke well, now. Well, the, the joke is, <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and let you know, the joke is going to evolve, so it's not going to be completely the same one note over and over, but it's going to be a very similar note. I tried- oh, my God. Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mike. Yeah. You just delighted the heck out of me. You're yeah. thinking about how your character is going to develop over the course of this campaign? I know. I've never done that before. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, I, you're, I'm about to blow your mind. So Do. Uh, so, uh, Mike... Basically, the way that I was playing it before was that I was trying to create an antagonistic relationship with you. Yeah. Because I felt that our char- characters were too similar, and my character, what made him special, was you know uh, had had gone away. We I need to figure out we need to figure out how Dude, to evolve that relationship. We totally need to be bros in this game. Like like we can clash for a while, but then we need to find something, some event something, in the game that brings yes, us together, exactly, and we exa- become bros. I can't remember if it was Siskel or Ebert, but one of the two of them wrote an essay about a quote-unquote Tom Cruise picture. And and they basically described, okay, here's what you see in Days of Thunder. Here's what you see in Cocktail. Here's what you see in Top Gun. And they talk about how in the first half, in the first act, this apparent villain shows up. Like uh, it was the dad from Mallrats in Days of Thunder. The guy who plays uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. What's that guy's name? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, Windu, whatever. Yondu, Yondu, yeah. Yondu, yeah, yeah. Odonta. God, we're so terrible at names. <laughs> um, the guy who plays Yondu in, in the first half of Days of Thunder, he's the apparent bad guy. Yeah, but then, but then they become friends, and the real bad guy shows up in Act Three, and yeah. that, that's of course Carrie Elwes' character. So, and he describes how the same thing's true in Top Gun. In Top Gun, the apparent bad guy is Iceman, but then yeah. the real bad guy are you know the the, the mix. Yep, and and I, I've never seen Cocktail, but. He describes that as being a Tom Cruise picture. You guys need to have a Tom Cruise picture. Okay. You I guys think, need. You, so maybe yeah. you're the apparent bad guys, and you got to so find we, that moment where we, you become friends and allies. We have to have a volleyball scene. Absolutely. <laughs> or the topless volleyball scene. Or the Days of Thunder scene where Yon, I've never where Yondu it. and and Tom Cruise rent rental cars. Even though that was filmed here, I've never watched it. Really? Yeah. I vaguely, I love it. I vaguely have memories of watching Days of Thunder. The, so it's the, the worst movie that I love the most. That's not true. I, I, I love a lot of bad yeah, movies, but the, I love this movie, and the, it's not great. The barn from that movie, I drive by it like four times a week. Yep. Yes, yep. but uh, dude, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall is awesome. Yeah. No, that's maybe, maybe we need to watch Days of Thunder. Again. It's a Tom Cruise picture to to quote Siskel or Ebert. I can't remember which one. Fantastic little short couple paragraph essay. Highly recommend it. Hmm. But uh, I thought you were going to talk about how Siskel and Ebert hated each other to begin with. That's no. where I thought you were going. <laughs> like <laughs> they, they were did. totally antagonistic. They, they did. They, they until that other. one oh, movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So they had their own Tom Cruise picture. Yeah. <laughs> they were their own Tom Cruise picture. <laughs> so so what was the movie that united them against the common bad guy? Ooh. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. I think it was Robin <laughs> Williams' toys. <laughs> toys. Oh, not. Did they both Howard, hate that. I think so. Yeah. Not Howard the Duck. All right, we're so no. far on the field. All right, yeah. <laughs> so. So takeaways here. Number one, we finally know how wounds work. <laughs> well, um, number two, we've got to figure out how to track bennies online because yeah. I can't hand you a benny through the screen. Yep. And we're not using Roll20. We're using Skype. So maybe I'll put bennies in the chat or something. Okay. That's going to be a lot to keep track of. we got we got to figure out a way to keep track of bennies. Um, and I'll make it a point to introduce that into the next game. And yeah, bennies, Mike, will be another layer of complexity. Okay. But... uh. 
Bennies are pretty easy. Bennies, you basically any trait roll, you can re-roll it, and then you can choose to use a Benny to invoke a trait roll to soak some wounds. Interesting. And that's okay. it. It's only trait rolls, not damage rolls, not other stuff. It's trait rolls only. Huh. So is it really just there as a, as a, as a, as a damage sponge? No, I'm saying you can't use it on damage rolls. No, you I can, mean to, 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 to absorb damage from, from yourself. Yes, I think it certainly helps with that since you only have three wounds. Yeah. But it's also there to re-roll trait rolls that you failed. Okay. Gotcha. Like if you're like, no, no, I really need to succeed on this roll. Let me throw down a Benny. So that makes a little more sense now. So so kind of going back to uh, to our con talk when we were playing Savage Worlds at the con, that makes a little more sense of why he just had a pile of group bennies and would just take things out of the bennies when he felt like we didn't do a good enough job. Yeah, but I feel like at the table, <laughs> it would have been so easy to explain. Yeah. And, so, and, and maybe he did. Maybe I just didn't get it. He didn't. Yeah. Okay. It's all good. Anyway, um, okay. So, so those are our those are our takeaways. I think we're gonna do a. I think we're gonna do a better time. We're gonna keep playing online. Darn it. Yep. We're gonna figure this out. Yep. We're gonna do it. Any other thoughts, Dad, Brian? Um, no. I I I am looking forward to the next game, which is Thursday. So we'll have already played it by the time this posts. Um, and I think we, you know, honestly, we have we have yet to do this. I think with this game, we should probably as best as we can track this in real time. You know, sure. I'm good with that. I'm actually great with that. We'll, we'll talk about this, this campaign as it evolves. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to become a one note, one trick pony. I yeah. mean, it'll be like every four episodes, five episodes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we could double up. Yeah. Yeah. And we can certainly yeah. record them as we go. So that yeah. we're fresh in our memories and then release them later as we intersperse them with other topics. Yeah. All right. Before we sign off, Brian, I do still want to challenge you this year to GM. Okay, oh, I thought you were going somewhere else. Yes. I thought you were going to say to put up the new website. <laughs> <laughs> I want that too. But uh, no, I want to challenge you this year to GM. I want you to be thinking about that. I want, I want, I want to end every show on a five-minute why hasn't Brian GM'd yet pitch. I'm the Chris hasn't and Nathan hasn't, but I'm the one who is probably most likely to do it. Yes. Okay. I, I, I'm very excited at the thought of running a or playing an A. Brian game. For those of you at home, I think the biggest compliment I've gotten from these two guys, Brian and Mike, is we went out to, we, we had kind of the spiritual connection. Let's go out for lunch and, and do Wendy's. So and we had kind of this really deep spiritual conversation about D&D. And the first, I let off the conversation with, hey, I got to ask you guys something about role playing, not just D&D. If I got hit by a bus tomorrow, would you keep playing? And both you guys were like, yeah, it'd be tough, but we'd figure out a way to keep playing. And, and I didn't know how strongly you felt about d and I didn't know if that was truly pushed by me or not. I was I, drunk. but anyway um so brian we'll we'll start closing every episode with with badgering you to gm okay okay Um, let me think through it all right that is rpg lessons learned this week a little unstructured but very honest brian rated my game a three let's see if i can do better your game huh skype uh i ran the game i i own the issues we got to work through it We, we if we're not honest about where we are we'll work through it so our game how about that Brian rated our game a three, and, and we are all going to work on making that better. So okay. let, let's see what happens on Thursday. Thank you for listening. People call them postmortems, evaluations, appraisals, reviews, retrospectives. We call them lessons learned, and we're sharing ours with you. <laughs> <laughs>